With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code straight fire and get 56 to 1 odds on any nfl team bet just five dollars and win 280 in free bets if your team wins that's promo code straight fire for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 or older and present in new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from Pro Flowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. Friday, December... Friday, December 17th. Friday, September 17th. Oh, what a game. Back-to-back Thursday night football thrillers. Both won at the buzzer. Is that not great to start the season? And it's funny because... You know, Rob and I are always texting, like, oh, when should we get it? Should we get a guest lined up? Like, what should we do? And I vividly remember us saying, oh, well, the Thursday night game's crap, so we're going to need some good content. We have a great interview today with David Baker, the guy who won the Super Contest and finished second in the Circa, a.k.a. he won boatloads of money last year gambling on football. He went 5-0 and in the contest I'm in last week, so we're going to talk to him about week two. And it's like a good, great, meaty interview. And then the football game happens last night, Giants-Washington, and it's a thriller. And we could probably do 30 minutes on this slop fest, and I'm sure a large chunk of it would be, uh, is Joe Judge the first coach fired? And I just want to remind some people, I went on Cowherd's show in August, and you know they're like, well, there's no games this weekend. This is during the preseason. Why don't we do season projections? And I said, first coach fired Joe Judge. And they were like, really? And they looked at the odds. It was like 2,800. 
I was like, dude, it could go south quick for this team. I'm telling you right now, the way they lost to the Broncos and he threw a challenge flag on a play that you couldn't challenge and the referees was like, dude, sorry, we, you know, we got to, we, we, we can't challenge it and we got to take your challenge. And he's, you know, he was like embarrassed. Like every right person who covers the team wrote about this. It's pathetic. And then they go out and lose to Washington. Folks, fifth straight season, the Giants have started 0-2. Joe Judge is on alert. And I don't want to, I mean, I, I don't want to say like I'm worried for Joe Judge, but if he don't beat the Falcons next week, then he travels to the Saints and Cowboys. After that, it's the Rams. Uh, 0-6 is on the table here for the Giants. They need to beat the Falcons next weekend. Badly. Or Joe Judge could be gone before Halloween. I, it's just an embarrassing performance. The D, like I, I personally got on his case on Twitter last night, and I said, wait a minute, it's 4th and 10 with like 3 minutes left. Your defense has been shredded three straight possessions. They went field goal, field goal, two plays, 75-yard touchdown. They could not stop Matt Saracen, a.k.a. Tyler Heineke. Heineke. Actually, it's the other way around, but I like to call him Matt Saracen. Heineke, third career start, unbelievable in the fourth quarter. And the Giants punt the ball back to Heineke. He makes the only mistake he made all game. Second and seven. I don't know why River Ro- Riverboat Ron is throwing the football in second and seven, approaching the two-minute warning, but whatever. And Bradbury, the best cornerback maybe in the division, jumps in front of a pass for McLaurin. And the Giants are like, oh, they're in business. But instead of running down the clock, kicking the game-winning field goal, they leave all the time in the world for Heineke. Bing, bang, boom, comes down the field. And then, of course, another Giants colossal screw-up. Just embarrassing. Dexter Lloyd, their former first round, I think he was a first round pick, jumps off sides after the kid missed the kick. He gets a second kick, and it's good. And Washington celebrates, and the Giants are 0-2 for the fifth straight year. And um, listen, it's weird. Danny Dimes was actually pretty good. I saw somebody call him. Rob G, are you ready for this? I did not know this was a nickname that existed. Somebody called him Vanilla Vic. And I found that hilarious. I, st- I laughed out loud to myself. Rob G, not exactly laughing. Guess he did not think Vanilla Vic was funny. Um, but, I mean, Danny Dimes, nine carries, 95 yards, broke off a 46-yarder. You know, uh, it, it, inside the five, it's obvious what they're doing. It's like, oh, let's just call the quarterback draw. Oh, I mean, I could see that coming from my from my living room. Um, Danny Dimes, was he was good. He's not to blame. I mean, he did, he did get sacked four times. The offensive line lost another guy. Uh, I think a guard had a gruesome ankle injury. Um, yeah, Danny Dimes was not awful, although I just, if you're Kenny Galladay, he showed some frustration there on the bench in the fourth quarter. Eight targets, three catches, 38 yards. And you, the look on his face said, I left Detroit because I was sick of this crap. And now it's happening in New York? Like, Galladay doesn't seem happy. Saquon Barkley on the sideline? After the kicker made the field goal, it looked like someone ran over his cat. He was so despondent. I felt bad for Saquon. Like, I mean, first of all, he can't get on track. His offensive line stinks. Um, Like, it's just, this is not good in New York. I mean, Rob, you know I'm a Jets homer. Uh, Who's going to finish with a better record this year, the Jets or the Giants? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm hitting you with an early (laughs) tough question. The, The Giants, like, they're just finding ways to blow games. Yeah, I mean, I I like to say this is one of those things where this is why bad teams stay bad. I'm glad you brought up the whole the two minute uh, little portion of the game where the the Giants get the big turnover, they 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 get a chance to really ice the game at minimum get the field goal which they got, but at least run some clock. Their decision. Shout out to Jason Garrett. <laughs> Let's give the ball to Saquon Barkley. Two straight plays for three yards. When coming into that drive, outside of a 40-yard run, which is kind of fluky. First quarter, I think, right? Second drive, maybe? First Something drive. like that. Yeah. Other than that, he had been 10 carries for 16 yards up until that point. Jeez. So that's one. Number two, I mean, I don't want to pile on Dexter Lawrence. I'm sure he feels bad. I mean, someone yeah. go check on him and his family this morning. But um, isn't Joe Judge a special teams coach? <laughs> it's like he was in new england like th- this is why bad teams stay bad they can't get out of their own way they continue to make dumb mistake after dumb mistake 
And you're right when you say this is probably, maybe not this loss, but this is going to be the third or fourth domino in a series of dominoes that leads to him getting fired this season. Yeah. Uh, I should point out Darius Slayton on my fantasy team caught a TD earlier in the game, had a pretty bad drop of a wide open touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Costly. But so much happened after that that it's like, eh, can't really kill the guy. That being said, Rob, I just went back and looked. Are you ready for this? So they get the ball back on the Bradbury pick with two minutes and six, uh, two minutes and about 16 seconds left. Jason Garrett, four plays, three yards. It took off 16 seconds on the clock. 16 seconds. All you got to do is get one first down and boom, you got the game. As you said, run Saquon, run Saquon up the middle twice. And then incomplete pass to, uh, which was a pass that was not accurate by Danny Dimes. Folks, I'm not going overboard. I'm not, the Giants are in some trouble. Like you can't lead. I, mean, you, I think they led for probably the bulk of this game. Yeah, they, they led almost the entire. Yeah, they did lead the entire way. Washington did take a lead on the on the Ricky Seals Jones awesome touchdown catch with four minutes left, and then they won it on the Dustin Hopkins field goal. Otherwise, um, Washington was basically trailing for most of, like ninety percent of the game. They did lead at halftime, but they scored with twenty seconds left in the half, and then the Giants five minutes later, early in the third. Uh, started to come back, but like, I, I just, Washington just, they're not great. By the way, this defense last year, Rob, that was so awesome led by Chase Young, I don't know, the Giants had 6.1 yards per play, man. Like, I, this is a sloppy game. Both teams, uh, over 80 yards in penalties, the Giants with 11, no bigger than the Lawrence offsides. Uh, Giants one for three in the red zone. They're just not a buttoned up team. This is a coach is probably going to get fired. And and you don't wish that on anybody because it obviously stinks. But uh, I don't know. I, I Rob, do you think there's any chance, any shot in the world, next Thursday is as good as the first two Thursdays? I mean, you thought last night was do you know good? Who the, wait, do you know who the, games are, the game is next weekend? Uh, is it Carolina? Carolina. And not the Jets because they played the Jets last week. It's not going to be somebody good. Houston uh, Texans. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. This is going to be exciting. Fireworks. Tarod to Taylor versus... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi. Checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote sam darnold are you kidding me Come on, Sammy D, baby. Uh, no, listen, it should be good um, because the Thursday night games are always good. I mean, Houston's going to get boat raced by Cleveland, probably sit their starters in the fourth, 
and um, they'll end up rested and ready at home for Darnold um, in the prime time. Now, Darnold could beat the Saints. I don't want to give away a best bet, which is going to be at the end of the podcast in the NFL. Darnold could beat the Saints. Obviously, uh, listen to the interview with Baker, uh, David Baker, a really sharp NFL mind. If you listen closely, he seems to think Sam Darnold has a chance. Now, what if Sam Darnold goes 2-0, and and then he goes to Houston on Thursday Night Football and wins? I don't even know if he won three games in two years with my Jets. Um, man, this is wild. Uh, at any rate. Um, all right, Rob G., any final thoughts on, on Washington 30, New York Giants 29? Look, man, Riverboat Ron better be uh, thanking his lucky stars that Joe Judge managed to lose this game rather yeah, than Judge have his team win it. By the way, final pick. Uh, it is in my picks uh, at the end of the podcast, college football. Do you have a UCLA Fresno pick? Are you going to the game? I'm not going to the game. It is my daughter's birthday party oh, that wow. night. Um, so I will not be going to the game. But you know what? Fresno State's better than people think they are. I know that they don't True seem story. like a they would be a good team because it's Fresno State. But they're they're pretty solid. Um, I, I This is one where I would just take the, the Bruins on the money line. I wouldn't feel comfortable laying the 11, I believe, is what the mm. point spread is. Interesting. I guess we'll just have to wait for best bet at the end of the podcast. All right, folks. <laughs> without further ado, let's get to him. David Baker. NFL gambler slash poker star. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a return guest. He was so good last year. You guys really loved his stuff. Another NFL gambler. Listen, we're trying to bring in the smart guys, make all of you guys better gamblers. His name is David Baker, and he just happened to win the Super Contest last year. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, not, not quite hundreds, <laughs> but he won a lot of money, uh, and he's off to a good start. It's funny, David. We had a guest on yesterday. I don't know if you know Adam Chernoff. He went 5-0 and in the Circa Contest in week one. Nice. You have... I'm trying to count the entries here. Six entries in the two contests? Well, yeah. Last year we did two in the Westgate Super Contest and two in the Circa. And this year we just stepped it up, put a third one in each. Uh, so, yeah, we have three in the Super Contest, which we won, and three in uh, the Circa, which we came in second. So mm-hmm. try to go uh, try to go back to back. So Man, you go back to back. Like, I know somebody did, somebody did that. I forget his name. He's kind of a old That's school right. But Fezzik, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He did it way back when there was like 800 people in the contest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't 4, know even how many were in, but I'm sure it was less than now. Now these things get a lot of press and 
yeah. circa as overlays and things like that. So they get a lot of a lot of people. Um, all right. So I don't want to recap too much of week one, but I do want to hear what were your five and like, can you just talk me through the strategy briefly on those five last week? Okay. I mean, basically our strategy is we have six entries, three in each contest. Mm -hmm. We try to really hone in on the games that we really like, and we put them in most, if not all the entries. Um, that's what we did last year. So if we, if we hit our big plays, then we have a bunch of entries that, that make it through. And if we don't, then, you know, we're just out. That's fine. Um, so each week's different. Some weeks there'll be three games that we absolutely love. Some weeks there'll be four, some weeks there'll be five. This week, the first week there were five, five slash six. So we either put, we had six games that we put in between three and, and five um, selections each. And then we had a couple of ones that we scattered um, in, in there. Um, we were heavily concentrated. We, we went seven and two overall on all the games that we chose. Um, but are the games that we were heavily concentrated on, we went four and two. And then the games we weren't, we went uh, three and oh. So it would have been good if we put those in. Yeah. But uh, our big misses were uh, Tennessee and Minnesota. They wow, you up. like Tennessee. Well, if yeah, you liked them I, last week, you got to love them this week. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really big on Tennessee this year, and they, they disappointed. But we did nail some other ones. We had, uh, we had the Broncos. We mm -hmm. had the Seahawks. We had the Niners, which we got a favorable line in the contest. Yes. I know, uh, you know, most people lost money if they bet the game at eight and a half, but the contest was seven and a half. And then we had the Eagles. Um, Interesting. Which was kind of strange for us. We're normally anti-Eagles. Um, but the line disparities between the Eagles and the Falcons was just so massive that we've really been focusing on line play and trying to find where, where we've got big edges in the line. I think that's an wait, wait, sorry. Sorry. Let me interrupt Dave line as in the oh, Vegas the, line or no, the offensive no. line. I'm talking about the offensive and <sighs> defensive lines. And that's the, that's the strength of the Eagles is really, I mean, when you look at their skill position players, they're not really that sexy. Uh, you look at the Falcons, they kind of are. And yeah. so I think that line kind of builds in a little bit of, you know, fish thought that, you know, well, the, the, the Falcons have all these great fantasy players and the Eagles don't. So uh, people would just bet the, the Falcons, but in reality, football comes down to the trenches and um, you know, the Eagles just had such a, such an edge there. We, we decided to take the points and, and also the more people that I listen to that look at football in kind of a fishy way, it was like almost unanimous on the Falcons. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a pretty good sign right there. Yeah. Wait, you said in a fishy way, is that uh, well, derisive that's a, that's or? Okay, so for those who don't, I'm, I'm a poker player first and a sports better yes. second. Um, a fish is kind of like a square. Yeah, square, square. That's the guy who comes to your poker game and just you, you take money off him easily. He's, he's, you know, they're just, they're just playing a, a style that's exploitable. And that's kind of in the sports betting world. I mean, you just look at, mm -hmm. you know, who has the best wide receivers and quarterback, or I mean, quarterback is obviously the most important thing going, but mm -hmm. you're just looking at wide receivers, running backs and thinking, oh, well, how could this team lose? You know, I drafted this player in the second round of my fantasy and this one in the third round and, and nobody on the Eagles was selected in the top six or seven rounds of fantasy right. drafts. So, okay. you know, I, I think they, that's how a layman kind of looks at it a lot of times that are, that are betting these things. Um, and really the offensive and defensive lines just control so much of, yep. of what happens. And it's not necessarily who has the best running back, but what offensive line can create holes for him and what defensive line can apply pressure and force quarterbacks into mistakes. Now, some quarterbacks is going to have less of an effect on than others. But, you know, when you're talking about immobile quarterback like Matt Ryan, like the, the pressure is going to, you know, affect them a little bit more than, than say a mobile quarterback like Kyler or something like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So based on that, I'm going to give you two picks. You tell me if they're fishy or not. <laughs> um, and I want to start with a tough game this week. So Colts Rams Colts offensive line got, Basically, I thought dump trucked by Seattle, which doesn't even have a good defensive line. And if you look at the injuries, they're still banged up on the line. They now play the Rams, who mauled the Bears, kind of shaky offensive line, although the Bears did run for 100 yards. Um, 
the line is, I believe, four in the contest. I know a lot of people are like, you got to take the Colts. You got to take the Colts. For me, it's Rams or pass. Is that a fishy play? Uh, I don't think so. I I, oh. I like the Rams. The Rams are one of my favorite games this week. Um, I'm very anti-Colts, to be fair. Oh um, I'm very anti-Carson Wentz. And uh, even though the Colts were a strong reason we won last year, um, I'm off them to start the year. I'm not saying that I won't get them on them in some spots and I won't get on them later in the year, but I feel like this team has uh, a lack of cohesiveness right now. And, you know, Carson, who's basically was out for most of last year, uh, dealt with COVID, dealt with injuries, didn't have a lot of time to prepare. The offensive line is really banged up. They don't really have skill position players that, that can really threaten deep. Jalen Ramsey's already going to take Pittman out anyway. And so you're dealing with, you know, a lack of weapons, a lack of offensive line versus probably, I mean, the, the one advantage that the Colts have a lot of times is their coaching. I mean, I think Frank Reich is one of the better coaches in the league and one yeah. that he's not better than is McVay. So, I mean, I think you actually have a coaching advantage or neutral um, with these two coaches. We obviously have a huge quarterback edge with Stafford over, uh, over Wentz, we have a line edge. Um, we have a skill position edge. Uh, we have a cohesiveness edge. Even though Stafford's new there, he was still practicing. He didn't have any COVID issues. He didn't have like a bum knee. Um, plus, he's just a veteran. That that I mean, how it's it's not that hard to get on the same page as Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I mean, I feel like I feel like the Rams should dominate this game on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. I was happy to lay the three with the Hawks at the Colts last week. And that was one of our big winners, our big no sweat winners. And I'm only having to lay a point, which what I think is a much better team. I mean, I think the Rams are a better team. I I don't, I, I don't really see a problem here. So let me just, I, 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 David, I quickly Googled the Colts injury report. And again, this is based on Wednesday. You know, we're recording this Thursday. They're still practicing. So Darius Leonard, their star linebacker didn't practice yesterday. Obviously that would be significant. Um, Quentin Nelson, their best offensive lineman did not practice. Xavier Rhodes, their best cornerback, didn't play last week, did not practice. And their other tackle, Braden Smith, did not practice. Uh, Fisher, the guy coming off the Achilles from the Chiefs, uh, did not play in week one, light practice. No idea if he's going to play. I mean, David, that's as banged up an offensive line as you could find going against Aaron Donald uh, yeah. and, and company with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Rams and they're just they're just stacked everywhere. Um and like you say, there is a lot of injuries. And I think the key to week two is obviously it's a big overreaction week or underreaction week. And you you have to decide like what teams um, the market is correcting itself on and which and, and which ones it's not. I, I, I've noticed from the, the people that I've listened to recently over the last couple of days is a lot of people either want to take all the teams that looked bad last week. <laughs> or take all the teams that look good. And it's not necessarily a cookie cutter thing. You've got to decide, you know, who who looked good because they're really better than we thought they were, who looked bad because they're really worse than we thought they were, and who just had an off day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not ready to I'm not ready to just write the Colts loss to the Seahawks off to a bad day. I just really think they're a mediocre team and the Rams just all the edges that the Colts might have against some teams, they don't really hold against the Rams. Okay. Uh, a total agreement there. So I, I feel good that I'm not quite a fish. Although this one, I, you're going to call me a fish. So you said you were on the Vikings last week. They now travel to Arizona and play the Cardinals, who everybody's overreacting to. I said Kyler Murray could win the MVP, you know, silly stuff like that. Um, I really like Arizona in this spot. Now, I know, I, I'm not, t- I haven't bet it yet. Uh, I'm w- waiting to see the line in the contest. I think it's gone up from what two and a half to four. Um, I don't know, David. I didn't like anything I saw from Minnesota. They were largely outplayed for three quarters. Uh, I mean, if what's if Zach Taylor doesn't go for it from his own thirty yard line, the Bengals may just roll in that game. It could, and it doesn't even go to overtime. I know there was the Dalvin Cook fumble, but where are you on Minnesota? And Arizona, and I have a follow up on on Minnesota because there's some internal stuff that's starting to leak out there that I don't know if you care about, but I'll ask in a sec. All right. Well, first of all, I don't think you're crazy that Kyler could win the MVP. 
okay. I, I was I was a little down on the Cardinals this year, just in season long and things like that. Strictly just because the division is so difficult, and and I thought they'd have a tough time winning more than maybe two games uh, in a division with the Hawks, Rams, and and Niners, but. As just a team in itself, if they were in the NFC East, I would have probably loved them at like over 10 or something. Um, so I, I think that the the Cardinals have potential. Um, I think I think you're kind of looking at that Minnesota game. I, every, and everybody is kind of looking at that. The Minnesota was just a giant, just took a giant poop on everybody out there <laughs> in Cincinnati. But they had they were out called penalty wise. I think it, I think they had like eleven penalties in the first half, and the and the Bengals had one. Um, so I'm not necessarily ready to just say that they're they're bad. I do hear some of the the internal fighting, and that these guys don't really like each other. And uh, I'm not really sure that they rally around Cousins, and mm-hmm. you know he had all that vaccine talk at the beginning, and there's a lot of question marks there. But right now, skill wise, I'm not ready to write them off. Um, I am going to keep my eye on them, though. I mean, we we're only in week two, so I reserve the right to change my opinion on them. Um, one thing that I did last year that I hadn't done in years past is just allow myself to not be stubborn and to change my opinions on teams. I went into the yeah. year thinking that the Vikings were the real deal and we're going to contend in the North. Uh, I'm not ready to write off that opinion yet, but at the same time, if this team continues to play sloppy, not play together not play for a common cause I also think Zimmer is a really good coach but there's also the possibility he's lost the team after multiple years and a bad and a bad and a bad season so I'm just going to watch them closely over the first few weeks but until otherwise I'm until proven otherwise and when I mean proven I mean multiple weeks I'm going to ride the Vikings and and think that they're they're going to be okay so you're going to take take the Vikings in this game personally you you're not I am going to take the bike. Oh, you are? Okay. So uh, The Athletic had a piece on Zimmer after the overtime game said that, uh, you know, the fans are like chirping about the defense and Zimmer's like very defensive saying, if you pulled all the offensive coaches in the league, they would say I'm still ahead of the curve. And last year we pulled off one of the best coaching jobs with the group that we had on our roster. So, you know, (laughs) Zimmer, a little defensive. They did sack Cousins three times. Uh, I think the rookie, Derisaw, I don't know, is he... Uh, or the rookie on the offensive line. I don't even know if he's playing yet. Um, Dalvin Cook could not get untracked. I think he had 60 yards rushing. Uh, however, they did sack Burrow five times. I just, I don't, I don't, do you trust that defense? It was rebuilt. Patrick Peterson, by the way, chirped all off season, uh, uh, taking shots at the Cardinals, even though they stood by him when he had the PED thing. And like Arizona's not really happy with Peterson coming in. He did get torched by uh, Chase and company last week. I don't, I just I don't know what you like about the Vikings. Well, I mean, the Vikings have new parts on on defense, and I mean, the cornerbacks are new. Um, they got Daniel Hunter back from uh, he, you know, he sat out I think as a COVID last yeah. year. Um, obviously, last year they were a massive disappointment. It's kind of funny that Zimmer said that they overperformed because they <laughs> were one of the worst defenses in the league last year. So I'm not really sure where that comes into play. But I will say that I think they're a work in progress and I think they're going to do better. I think the, the Bengals might have a decent offense. I mean, we all we all hated on the Bengals, but I think mostly that was because of their defense. I think we all know that, that they have weapons. They have a really bad offensive line. So, I mean, this basically comes down to what we just talked about a little. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. A while ago, it's, it's can the offensive line hold up long enough to give Burrow time? Um, because if he can get the ball in the playmaker's hands, then, then the Bengals' offense is, is good. And, but let's not act like the Bengals just torched them. I mean, they scored three touchdowns. I mean, it's an <laughs> NFL football game. They scored 24 points in, in 70 minutes of play. So yeah. I'm not ready to just say that, that, that they were completely outplayed. Minnesota made a lot of mistakes, penalties, fumbles, uh, blown coverage, everything. But then you also have the flip side that, that part of Kingsbury and, and Murray's um, skill set is the unknown that they do things that are that are harder to prepare for and just different because you're not scheming against you know that quick vertical pass I mean that quick uh, horizontal pass get the ball in the in in the the route runner's hands as quickly as possible and then take the shots deep uh, you know Kyler's legs all those things Peterson has that those playbooks I mean he he's been running you know against this team on defense for you know, all the years that, that Kingsbury and Murray have been here. So he might bring some schematic things uh, to the Minnesota defense to help neutralize them a little bit. I don't think you're going to shut them down, but I do think that, you know, maybe, you know, he can steal a possession or two away. And uh, I just think this is a close game. I think these teams are pretty equal. I mean, the, the beginning of the season win totals, I think were between eight and a half and nine for both of them. So that essentially means that Vegas thought they were even teams and you can get more than a field goal. Um, I think it's fine. I actually thought this line would have been a little higher because of how bad Minnesota <laughs> was perceived to have looked and how yeah. really good Arizona did look. Um, but three and a half is fine for me. I, I'm anything North of a field goal. I'm, I feel comfortable with let me ask, do you think Arizona's undervalued because Murray was not 100% the last, I don't know, five or six games last year, and they kind of fell off the cliff? Remember, I think this team started 7-2 and two after the win over Buffalo, maybe 7-3, and three, but they were really good with Kyler healthy. Then he got hurt, and, and they were just not the same at all. I think Arizona's just undervalued because people don't like Kingsbury. <laughs> I mean, a- honestly, I really think that's that's a lot what it is. Um and it's more of like a show me, a show me thing. Um, they were decent, but this is this is it's kind of a show me. Like I don't know if everybody just fully buys into this this Kingsbury system or um, or Kyler. I mean, I, th- I think everybody knows that Kyler's a great player, but I don't know if everybody trusts him. I mean, even as great as he looked against Tennessee, I mean, some of his highlight throws were throws off of his back foot. Yeah. And it's great that you're able to do that. And when they land in Kirk's arms and he takes them in for a touchdown, then, then you're a genius. But I mean, there comes a lot, a lot of times where those, those patterns get blown up, they get undercut, you know, he's off by just a little bit. So, I mean, you, you're going to take the good and the bad with, with him. And, you know, I think they were definitely on the plus side of a lot of variants. They I mean, they really put a lot of pressure on Tannehill. The offensive line for Tennessee was awful. I think Minnesota's offensive line is better. I mean, obviously, you know, you've, you've detailed some of the problems they have, but I don't necessarily think they're in the, the Tennessee camp as far as <laughs> offensive line. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to... Make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know where you are on trends. Uh, You never want to just blindly bet trends. But one thing that jumped out to me was that the divisional underdogs in week one historically have been great. And they were 2-0 against the spread this past weekend. Now, apparently that carries over into the month of September. Um, and again, trend alert since 2006 dogs in divisional games, uh, in the first five weeks are 60%. There just happened to be five divisional dogs this week. Um, and those divisional dogs, uh, in that same time span since 2006 are 61% against the spread in the first three weeks. So I know that's a lot of numbers, but bottom line, divisional dogs, are there value in any that you see this weekend? I'll rattle them all for you. The bucks. Obviously, huge favorites over Atlanta. There is Saints-Panthers, which is tasty. Uh, Bills-Dolphins, Patriots-Jets, and then the final one is Lions-Packers. I don't necessarily love all the any of those. I mean, it does make sense from a standpoint of you know early in the season you you have you have things to go back on as as far as what coaches do schematically and and. Um, you're more comfortable with the personnel. So those games should be a little bit closer. Um, One of the games you mentioned, I actually like the other side. I think there's a little overreaction to Buffalo's bad performance. And, uh, you know, Miami played a game that they had to win in Buffalo on game 17 to make the playoffs. And the Bills didn't need (laughs) the game and played Matt Barkley, I think. I don't know. And completely blew them out of the water. And I think this is just a complete different class of, of team. Um, you're going to have a pissed off Super Bowl contender who was basically embarrassed at home against a middling team in the bills. And I think they go out and they just, yeah. they put it on the dolphins. So I'm going to buck the trend on, on that particular game. Um, the other ones are pretty high spreads. Um, I, I do think Carolina, if I had to pick one of those that, that I would go with, I think Carolina has a has a real shot against the Saints this week. Um, but I don't really have much interest in the 11 point spreads of yeah. uh, the of the Falcons or Lions. They just might those teams might just be superior that they're playing with against. I, I you you made a point. Um, uh, I jotted down a note here. In the Bills Dolphins game, um, I, I, Miami kind of won, but they got lucky. I was on the Patriots in the contest, one of my two losses. Uh, you know, if Harris doesn't fumble inside the ten, the Patriots win and cover. I mean, they Patriots r- ran for a hundred yards. Uh, I thought Mac Jones was very good through the air. Like they should have won that game. I, Miami luck box victory, in my opinion. Um, but I do wonder. You mentioned the offensive line, and Buffalo's offensive line got crushed by T.J. Watt, and I think they had something like six holding penalties. Um, not quite uh, Tennessee Titans Vikings, but uh, any cause for concern there? You know, I'm just going to trust. I think Dable, you know, obviously be enemy as well, but I think Dable is is probably the most innovative offensive coordinator in the game with the Bills, and I think he'll he's just going to find ways to to either patch that thing together or call plays that that you know, get over pursuit by the, by the dolphins and, and more dumps, more Josh run, just call Josh Allen, uh, just runs. Um, I'm just going to trust, I'm just going to trust that there's a reason why the bills were basically the second pick to win the Super Bowl going into the year. And, you know, they were a, a game away from the Super Bowl last year and they blew out this Miami team in a must win spot last year I'm just going to trust that this coaching staff is good enough and Josh Allen is good enough I'm not willing to to throw away what I thought to start the year and I thought Josh Allen legitimate MVP candidate uh McDermott legitimate coach of the year candidate Dable 
the the hottest prospect for a head coach job. Um, I like their skill position. I think the defense played fine against the Steelers. Um, and I'm not fully trusting Tua yet. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 just gonna I'm just gonna ride this I'm just gonna ride this uh, this Bills. I think if the Bills would have gone out and beat the Steelers like they were supposed to, that this line is closer to six. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna take. I think there's line value in 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 the Bills, and I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna trust my preseason expectations. Um, I'm not I'm not throwing away my preseason expectations really until like week three. I want to see two. I want to see two or three weeks before I'm before I'm. I don't want to be stubborn, but at the same time, I'm not just gonna. I'm not just gonna you know flap in the wind. You know whoever the the team of the day is. Uh, one more quick one. Um, I, I don't know, or, or maybe I'll let you pick a game that maybe you're seeing something out there. I think Broncos Jacksonville is super interesting, but I think Niners Eagles. Uh, those are two good games. Like you, I, I mean, I think it's a fishy play, but I, I, I kind of like the Niners there. Um, but you're high on the Eagles. So I don't know, which would you rather talk about? Or is there a different game that you feel like maybe people are overlooking? Well, first of all, I'm not high on the Eagles in general. I was just high on the matchup. Ah, okay. um, my partner actually is high on the Eagles. So he, he's kind of been pushing me and riding me to, to get on the, the Eagles. Um, and you know, credit to him, he he kind of pushed me into not not just blindly fading the Eagles every game. I don't really know what to make of this game, but my my gut leads me toward San Francisco. I don't really think it's going to be a strong play, but again, you have a team that people are just going to remember the end of that game or the score, and where the the Eagles really have a chance to prosper is when they have the line advantage like they did against the Falcons and they they're not going to have that against the Niners. So really how are they going to move the ball when they really can't dominate up front? And if they can't dominate up front and they can't apply pressure to the quarterback because San Francisco has a good offensive line as well. I think all the things that the Eagles are good at San Francisco is good at neutralizing and then they're just better everywhere else. I mean, we obviously have a massive coaching edge, um, quarterback edge. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I still think Jimmy's fine. I think still think Jimmy's good, but, um, you know, that's debatable, I guess, whether Jimmy or Jalen is, is better, but I just think all, all around this team is better at every position. I mean, the, the, Eagles are like 30 million under the cap. So, I mean, they're missing, they're, they're like a quarter, they have like only three quarters of salary that, that other teams are using. So obviously that's gotta be somewhere there. They have a chance to be better than they really are. So, and the Niners are poised and, and, and going for a Super Bowl. So I don't think there's a letdown. I think maybe if they would have, if the Eagles would have looked bad against the Falcons, maybe you could claim letdown spot, but I think the Eagles got the attention of the Niners this week and it, they, it might be just show them who's boss. Yeah. It's weird. I see a lot of people. And again, I, when I say, see a lot of people, you turn on a TV, radio podcast, you go on social media. A lot of people like the Eagles this week. Well, if you look before the season started, the Eagles were probably, I think they were like maybe fourth worst in uh, like over under for, for wins for the season. So they were a bottom five team going into the season in most people's minds. And now all of a sudden San Francisco, who I think was the NFC favorite. Now, now we're laying less, we're laying three and a half with a bottom five team, a bottom five roster versus top five roster with a top five coach versus a bottom five coach. I mean, I know it's on the road and Philly's not the easiest place to play, but I mean, did really that much change in a week to change your mind? Um, if 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 the Eagles and obviously this is a lot of ifs, and you can't really yeah. say if this happened, then because it did happen. I mean, the Eagles went out and dominated the Falcons, but you know they play that game ten times. The Falcons should win half of them. I mean, they were three point favorites. I don't really think they're gonna. I don't think the Eagles just sweep them. So if if the the game plan plays out and the Falcons look good versus the Eagles and are able to you know, keep the game close or win the game like they were supposed to. I mean, I think we're looking at a touchdown spread here. I mean, especially if the Niners don't give up, you know, 16 points in the last two minutes, which I'm going to completely discount that. I mean, (laughs) complete garbage. So what, why are the, why would the Niners not be a touchdown favorite against a bottom five team 
um, on the road. I mean, it's basically, I don't really think there was a lot of distinction between the Lions and the Eagles and the betting markets to start the season. Yeah. Obviously, the Lions were a little worse, but not a lot could, worse. Could, not four points worse. Yeah, I would agree. Could you say, though, that, well, hey, David, everybody was wrong about the Eagles. Nobody knew this team would be that good. But again, the markets are rarely that far off, right? Right. And you definitely could say that. I mean, the, can the Eagles win 10 games and be that surprise team? Sure. Maybe. It's possible. And and that's fine. That's that's it within the range of outcomes. But I mean, when you're looking at betting, you're only looking to, you know, it's going to be 55, 45, you know, one way or the other. You just want to be on the 55 percent. And I think more likely the range of outcomes is the Eagles are a six to eight win team and the Niners are a 10 to 12 win team. And I'm laying four points with a more cohesive unit yeah. with a first year head coach who wasn't even a coordinator. I don't think he was a coordinator. He never he called plays. I don't yeah. think in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And versus Kyle Shanahan, who is widely regarded as the best play caller, the best schemer yeah. in football. He's definitely a top five coach. You know, I mean, obviously we got McVay and uh, Belichick and, and, um, you know, maybe Reich in the discussion, but Shanahan's a top five coach. So I'm just going to trust him laying, you know, three and a half yeah. here and, and just, just live with that. I, I don't know. I mean, we can wrap it on that. I will just say there's four spreads of three and a half. I mean, and I think three spreads of three this week, though. I, I just, those always kill me for Patriots this past week. Um, I had Ravens like an idiot on Monday night. Um, but, uh, yeah, three and two, I mean, hopefully listen, I, it feels like a five and oh this week. I'm glad you talked me out. I was looking at the dolphins, but I think you made enough points that I was like, yeah, no, I mean, it's gonna be hot there. 90 degrees, you know, supposedly Miami has an advantage, uh, in September teams come in, they're not ready for that heat, but apparently the numbers say otherwise. Anyways, I um, mean, that, that, that's just me. And I might, you know, Look, I use fish logic too. You know, sometimes, sometimes I just look, this team's better than this team and I'm going to play it and it doesn't necessarily fit the spot or whatnot, but I'm just not seeing Buffalo start out. zero and two, are they going to cover? I don't know. But if I had to guess, is it a close game or a blowout? If I know Buffalo is going to win, which I feel like they will, I'm, I'm not willing to three and a half is not enough for me personally. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at Miami and then you look at the recent, matchups with Flores against uh, the Bills and the Bills have killed him. Yeah. Like the last four meetings, all double digit wins. And you're like, wait a minute, why do I like Miami again? Anyways. Right, right. Uh, all right. He, he's David Baker. Dave, you want to pop anything? I mean, do you, uh, are you thinking of starting a podcast or I mean, everybody has a podcast? No, I mean, I, I do, a, I do a weekly show on uh, Run Pure Sports, which is uh, um, mainly a, a fantasy site and, um, they do fantasy and betting stuff. Um, so you can get a run, run pure sports. Um, I'll do a show there every week, usually on Friday. Um, I'm still playing a lot of poker. So uh, football is kind of in between poker. We got the world series of poker coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, you're so, in it. Yeah. I'll be playing uh, all the events. There's like 60, 70 events. I'll be playing wow. 20 or 30 of them. So uh, maybe we can come on talk some poker and some more football yeah. during the season. I mean, I I, I'm just, since you brought it up, what do you, how do you practice or like get ready for the world series of poker? Like what, just playing tons of poker or is there any? Yeah. I mean, I've been playing, um, my poker's back open here in Vegas and, um, I play, I play a lot of the different variations of poker. So it's called, they're called mixed games. Um, those who aren't familiar with poker, poker is not always just no limit hold'em where you get two cards and you can go all in or not. There's five card games, seven card games, stud, hold'em, Omaha, mm -hmm. a lot of different things. So um, I play in a game like three, four times a week here in, in Vegas and, um, you know, watch videos, talk to friends, think about spots, think about hands. Um, you can run calculator numbers. That's not really my thing. I'm more of just kind of a figure it out myself type of person, but <laughs> you can, you know, if you want to practice or you want to train or, or do things, there are programs and, and things that you can look at. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not really, by the way, I, I forgot. I think I might've asked you this last time. Have you, are you allowed to play poker in all the casinos or are you just banned from some of them? Oh yeah. No, I'm poker is poker. You can play. I mean, it's not like blackjack or anything like pros are pros make up a majority of the players in the game. Um, 
we don't have any special powers or anything. We're just. <laughs> well, I know with the sports gamblers, people love talking about how they get banned and limits lowered. Are you in that category? No, I'm not in that category. I'm actually kind of a sports betting fish because I have no discipline. Like these contests are great for me because when I have to pick five games that I like, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty good at identifying. When it comes to actually betting, if I lose a couple, like what's the next game? Oh, Hawaii. Let me, you know, fire it oh, on Hawaii. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm one yeah. of those type of guys. So I try not to do that as much. These contests really give me an opportunity to um, highlight the things that I'm good at, which is identifying a few games that uh, I like and and just riding with those. So also, nice. you know, we've been very fortunate. We've just run very, very, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I'm like a lot of your guests who are these, you know, very detailed, amazing, uh, analytical pickers and things. Uh, I'm a combination of, I look at stats and trends and things, but I also, I trust my eye test. I trust the eye test. And, uh, well, you can't you know, say I, that around those guys, Steve. Yeah. Oh, what do you, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Meanwhile, yeah. all the stuff everybody says, David, the, the market already knows all that. I mean, they, they exactly. know everything like, exactly. you know, and you know, near the end of the contest last year, we were close. And and I have friends who are really sharp sports betters, and a couple of mass. You know, hey, do you want to know what like the sharp guys? I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, we're just gonna try. We're just gonna trust with what we went with. You know, with what we see. And I'm very lucky. You know, my partner um, Mark Regrich, he he sees football a lot the way that I do. We have very little disagreement. Um, we respect each other's opinions, and we're willing to get off a game that one of us that we're on opposite sides. But for the most part, we look at the game the same way. We look at the things that are important the same way. So we're able to really uh, form a good team. And and sometimes he, you know, alerts me of things that maybe I missed or vice versa. But when he alerts me of things, it's usually things like I want to see that I just didn't see, like mm. this Philadelphia Atlanta game. Uh, I probably would have just laid off of it because, you know, my gut told me that the line advantage was, was strong on Philly, but I didn't really have the heart to play a team that I didn't think was going to be good long-term, but he kind of convinced me that that was the right, the right spot. And it worked out for us there. Um, and I'm sure there was a game or two last week that I did similar, not that I can think of off the top of my head, but um, I think it was like, you know, the Broncos giants was another one last week. I, I think the giants are better than people think, even yeah. though the line is terrible. Um but I thought Denver was just an awful matchup. So I was able to go against my preconceived notions and just my eye test was that the Broncos were going to crush them on the lines. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So, all right, well, good luck. I'll try to catch you this week with a five and oh, uh, you know, uh, the contests are fun. Man. Well, good luck, David. And thanks for taking the time, man. Good luck in the poker as well. Thanks. I appreciate it. The only thing better than sitting on your couch, watching the game making money while you do it here's your best bet good good stuff from david baker that's a sharp guy he's very measured with what he says i liked his picks he actually talked to me i believe out of miami i definitely will not be taking miami in the contest i'll be looking at buffalo if any side there it's it's a tough one um I think I'm going to make a couple picks here. College football front, I really like UCLA favored by 11 against Fresno. I know Fresno covered and nearly beat Oregon, um, but now the book's out on Fresno. Hey, they're good. You can't take them lightly. I know that UCLA's had a bye week to uh, read on social media about how great they are and how they're potentially going to get to the playoff and all they have to do is beat Oregon at home and blah, blah, blah. I know there's some concerns there. I'm a Chip Kelly believer. You guys know I like to ride with Chip. I got UCLA favored by 11. I took Cincinnati favored by three and a half, um, not to make it too West Coast centric, but uh, the Luke Fickle USC rumors persist. That's all he's getting asked about this week leading up to the big Indiana game. And before you say the big Indiana game, uh, folks, Cincinnati's real good. You know, uh, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback, he could be a first round pick. They've got some future pros on the defensive side of the football. They're top 10 in the country. And in a few weeks, uh, a couple weeks, they've got a big date with Notre Dame that's going to be huge for Cincinnati's chances to get to the playoffs. Obviously, they'll need chaos, but this is a good team, man. I'm just telling you. I like Cincinnati favored by three and a half. It's on the road in Indiana, which is a little risky. Uh, I think Indiana's been overvalued all season because of what they did last year. Uh, it is a noon kickoff, so I don't think uh, you know the crowd will be a factor in Bloomington. But those are two I really like. Of course, I took Alabama. Favored by uh, 14. You have to. Uh, I mean, I don't mind paying the Alabama tax. 
um, it's fine. Alabama, you just ride them until they're done. I think it was two years ago. I rode them first half, and it was like 7-0. and And people are like, they're just raising the number every week. What are you doing? I'm like, have you watched these guys? And they covered like seven straight, and then finally they didn't. Um, and that, that, was, that was a wrap on that. But you got to ride them while they're hot. 14? Um, I don't think Ben Griffin Stadium or whatever it's called, Ben Griffin Hill maybe, uh, it's not like it's an unbelievable atmosphere and uh, Bryce Young's going to struggle on the road. Like You do know Florida's juggling quarterbacks, right? Um, so give me Alabama favor by 14. I actually like the over two, 58 and a half. Um, and the other one, I'm uh, torn between these two. Uh, Penn State favored by five and a half. At home, at night, whiteout, hosting Bo Nix and overrated Auburn. Auburn has played nobody, uh, literally. They played the second worst team in FCS. Uh, sorry, in F, uh, FBS, Akron. And then they played an FCS team, Alabama State. Now they have to go to Penn State at night. Happy, happy, uh, happy Valley is going to be popping. Beaver Stadium, it's you know it's going to be a crazy scene. That's just and Bo Nix has been very poor on the road. If you look up his numbers historically, like this guy was an awesome quarterback coming in, big time talent, looked good in his first career game, and you're like, oh, they, they got a guy here, and he just has not delivered on the road. So I, I kind of like Penn State favored by five and a half. The other one, the one dog I like, Michigan State, uh, Sparty uh, against Miami. I, I just I don't think that highly of Miami. I'm sorry, I'm not as bullish on uh, on them as everyone else. Uh, the numbers go my way. It was eight. It's down to six and a half, so you're not getting the best number. Um, if you want to wait for a seven, that would be good. But I think Michigan State can just grind it out on the ground, hang around long enough to uh, maybe pull out the win. I definitely like them to cover, but uh, you, you want to put some on the money line. I, I don't think that's a terrible investment. So those are my, my, my picks in college that I like. NFL obviously is a lot longer list because, <laughs> you know, sides, totals, teasers. Um I guess the sides that I'm kind of locked in on, that I'm definitely taking in the contest, Pittsburgh for sure, um, against Vegas. We've talked about these games all week. If you missed the pod and you're just tuning in for the picks, you got to listen to the analysis from earlier in the week. Um, Carolina is almost certainly going to be a pick against the Saints. Those are two that I'm, I'm pretty hot on. Um, I, I really want to take Rams, but everybody and their mom is on the Colts. And I'd be going against a lot of people that I respect. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, I think I'm going to hold my nose and bet the Jags and then take them in the contest getting six. I, I'm not going to throw a bunch of trends at you, um, but there are some trends that favor teams that were blown out in week one. Carolina applies. Um, the Jaguars apply. The Atlanta Falcons I'm looking hard at. I know it's double figures. It's a divisional matchup. There's, there's just a lot of things. Week two, don't overreact and and just bet teams that won. Um, I, I just the, the Philadelphia game we talked about at length with Baker. It's it's so tough. A lot of people like Philly here, and I you just listen to some of the stuff Baker said, and then you think about it like coming into the season, San Fran was one of the three best teams in the NFC. The Eagles had one of the lowest season to- win totals, yet now San Francisco is only favored by three on the road. And it's not like they have to go back to the West Coast and then come back. They stayed on the East Coast. I, I just, there's a lot of stuff. I'm a Kyle Shanahan believer. I'm way more bullish on Jimmy Garoppolo than almost everyone else. Um, I don't know. I, I really want to take San Fran, but I'm not going to take both the Rams and San Fran. I can't, I can't take all the teams from the NFC West again. I do, by the way, really like Arizona, but that's a game I'm just not touching. I think I'm probably going to take Tennessee. Um, going up against Seattle, if I can get the six. The contest has it as six. It's just betting against Russell Wilson is just not fun. You know, he's just that good. He always delivers. And you basically got to hope a Tennessee defense that never shows up, like, does something. And that's a tough ask. Um, but we do see some of these teams that were incredible in week one regress a little bit. Um, I think it's obvious you got to look at the Packers, but these divisional matchups and I, the stuff I touched on with Chernoff on Thursday and then Baker today, just listen. There's some interesting things there, especially these divisional matchups. Just be careful, folks. A lot of landmines out there. Everybody, happy hunting in week three in the NFL. I'm sorry, week two in the NFL, week three in college football. We'll talk to you Monday. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt. 
the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 